0: Connect
1: the dishes
0: to voices that glow. Thank you to the geniuses of spoken audio. Connect the stories. Change your perspective. Connecting changes everything. ATT.
1: Kaboom!
0: If you thought four hours a day, 1,200 minutes a week was enough,
1: the 5th hour podcast a spin off a spin off podcast from the radio show and we are here eight days a week this would be the eighth day of the week this being sunday it's an nfl sunday a national football league sunday which means double duty because not only to get this podcast but we'll be back on the radio late at night into the early morning hours sunday into monday at 2 a.m. in the east 11 PM in the West, breaking down all the football activity and you, the Benny versus the Penny as well. You can watch that if you're getting up early here and uh, joined again by my new podcast partner. We have gotten rid of David Gascon and in his place, the great Ryan Smith is here and uh, hello, Ryan. Boy, it's good to have a professional on the podcast.
2: I, I wouldn't go that far, but thank you for the kind words.
1: Yes. All right. So this is a mailbag. Are you prepared? Do you have your hazmat suit on for what is going to happen here with all these slime balls and these arch villains and all these bad guys sending in questions?
2: I'm ready when you are.
1: All right. So we're going to go right to the mailbag. These are actual questions sent in by actual listeners. If you'd like to contribute content and feed the content machine, which is the Fifth Hour with Ben Maller podcast. So usually on Wednesday, typically it's in the morning. Typically it's in the morning. Not sure exactly when. Changes every week, but usually it's in the morning. And I will post something on the show Facebook page, which is Ben Maller Show, and you could submit a question via the the Facebook page. Now, if you don't want to do that because your question is very important and you want to keep it private like our friend, I'm a pilot who gave us that great story about traveling to China. We had that a few weeks ago and his experience dealing with that. It was an interesting tale and he gave great detail and he did that via email. He sent a long email and it was just between us. So you can send the email real fifth hour at gmail.com. Just put question in the headline so I know it's a question for the podcast and you're not trying to get me to buy something. Uh, real fifth hour at gmail.com. So we open up the mailbag this week and we begin with a question that came in from uh, Glenn in Chicago. He says, when you do the instant advice line on your show, who is the high pitched voice guy? It sounds like he says, I'm Fudgy Komodo. Um, I don't know who that is. I I, I don't know if you know this, Glenn, we don't have paid callers. This is not, this is not some like it's a comedy show, I guess. It's become that, but we don't have a budget. It's I, I don't do impersonations like you know Phil Hendry, the radio legend uh Phil Hendry would do. Um so that's just a guy, that's his stick. And he says, Who or what is Fudgy uh Como? It's Co- it's Komodo. Um i not that part. I don't know. I probably shouldn't know. Ryan, do you know uh, who that is? Is that just a made-up character? I don't know. Is that some some reference that I'm missing? I don't know. But it's funny. I like the way he does it.
2: It's probably something, but uh, I have no idea. I have, your guess is as good as mine.
1: It sounds like something from South Park to me, but I don't know. Maybe not. You know, it sounds like they had Mr. Mr. Pooh on South Park. You know, like I think so. <laughs> yeah. All right. Uh, Jason from Rocky Mount, Virginia, writes in. He says, Big Ben. Are you and your elitist co host on Parlor? Uh, he says, Well, the elitist co host is not here. I'm tired of the total garbage on Twitter. The only reason I'm on it is to follow your show, hashtag Militia. I may delete my account. Would you think of starting over on Parlor? Uh, well, Jason, I did start a Parlor account. I have one, I, I'm not active on it. Um, and the problem that I have with parlor is it's it's one of these weird things is it what came first the chicken or the egg right because I need to go where the people are and the people are not on the the the, the parlor platform yet. when more people get on there, I will be there and I will interact more on parlor and'll I'll make that part of my routine but it's it's got a fraction of the following and it's unfortunately as you know Jason, it is, Broadcasting, not narrowcasting. So if I was only worried about Parler, it would be narrowcasting. Uh, but I hope Parler does well. I like the fact that they don't have the draconian bull, bull crap rules that Twitter and Facebook have and how ridiculous those companies have become uh, censoring everything. And I, I believe the public square should not be a place of censorship. Twitter disagrees, Facebook disagrees. And, and if you've noticed, Jason, I'm not nearly as active as I used to be on twitter I, I i very rarely get into much of anything on there these days because i'm not a big fan of the platform uh, but i'm on there to reach people and occasionally you know, when, you know when the time is right and there's something going on and i'm not doing a show i will i will post away but i do have a parlor account i think it's just my name i believe it's just ben matler on parlor so if you want to you want i don't know how that works i think you can follow me or however that works there and pay attention to what i post not that i have posted much of anything but it is uh, on there Type my name in and you can uh, check that out. And uh, Ryan, are you on Parler, the the new social media platform?
2: Parler? I've never even heard of that.
1: Yeah, it's supposed to be... Uh, it's new, which means it's probably not going to make it because usually first in market wins, right? Isn't that usually how it works? The first one that becomes the name brand. But it's kind of like a version of Twitter... Uh, not quite, but it's a social media platform, but their, their selling point is it's not going to, they're not going to censor you the way that Twitter censors anyone that disagrees with their, their tenants, you know, their talking points, the, the political agenda of Twitter. If you disagree with that, uh, you get shut down. They put a slap, they slap something on your tweets uh, about yes, how, you know, cancel
2: cult- culture. Yes,
1: yes, exactly. The cancel culture, which speaking of the cancel culture, Oh my god. So uh the governor of California I'm getting a little carried away here. The governor of California <laughs> who has been telling King Newsom his majesty who's been telling people not to you know go together and hang out, not to have meals together, not to eat out, not to you know all these all these things you cannot do cuz you know he's he's going to protect you. He's like your father, he's going to protect you. This slimeball politician Gavin Newsom. So he was caught red-handed at a restaurant, a very high-end one of the top uh, 500 restaurants in the world I think even higher than that in Northern California Napa and he was eating and frolicking no one was wearing masks it was indoors everything he says not to do so he gets caught red-handed and uh and and so he's uh, trying to snake out of it and and the the great thing here is uh, one of my my friends this big liberal guy uh, that I've known for a long time uh and uh he's he was trying to defend uh, Gavin Newsom he was trying to fend Gavin Newsom and all that. It was uh, it was outstanding. And then I I, of course, then said we need to recall Gavin Newsom. And there's actually a campaign. In fact, I should I should give them a pub right now. If you, we have a lot of listeners in California. Uh, it's recal recallgavin2020.com. Might be the most important thing that you hear on this podcast. Recall Gavin2020.com. To get this slime ball dork of a, a governor out of office. California has succeeded in this. They have gotten a, a governor, Greg Davis. That's how we got the Terminator, the Governor Arnold Schwarzenegger, years ago in, in the history of California. But uh, Gavin Newsom uh, deserves to be kicked out of office. He's a loser, and uh, I hope he does. But one of my friends was, like, defending him, you know. And he, and, but, but he was upset with me because he said, you want – to recall Gavin Newsom, that's cancel culture. So then I had to explain to this idiot, this ignoramus, that no dummy, it's not cancel culture. Cancel culture is you tweet something or you post something on online, and and pe- the the mob, the mob says, oh, we're gonna cancel you. This is a process where you have to get thousands of people to sign up. Right, there's thousands of people that need to sign up. To get to another vote, that's called the democratic process. That's called the. That's how it's supposed to work. That's not cancel culture. That's all right. We're gonna have. We need a bunch of signatures. Then we're gonna have a vote. And if everything goes that way, you're out. It's not. Hey, you posted something online and uh, you're done. That's, it's, it's people are so stupid. Some people. Uh, my, one of my uh, my buddies. He, what are you doing? It's ridiculous. Anyway, I, I got a little carried away there, Ryan. Okay. A little carried away. Yeah. <laughs> Seems like you're triggered. Eh, you know, just, uh, just annoying. I need my safe space. I need my warm glass of milk and my blankie, and I'll be okay. Uh, Dylan in Nashville writes in on the mailbag. He says, "I'm back on the third shift, so it's back to the Ben Maller show." How about? See, there's a guy, Dylan, admitting when out of sight, out of mind. Right when he's listening, to, uh, it was working night or nights. He's a listener, but when not, he turns his back on the show. He's admitting that.
2: At least he's uh, honest. Yeah, that's good.
1: Yeah, and that's how most people are. I remember when I lost my job. I've lost my job a few times. and I thought, oh, man, people aren't going to live without me. And then, you know, whoever's on, people get used to. You know, they complain for a couple of days, and then they're like, "Okay, I'll listen to this guy. You know, I'll move on. Um, very rarely do you get the blind loyalty that no matter what, I'm going to ride or die uh, with you. He says he drives around at night in the company car listing. Uh, and then he has a sporty question. He says, "So Ben, is there anything two-step Tannehill can do to save the Titans' season before he poops his pants and the Titans fall back into the dismal obscurity of the AFC South?" Well, the simple answer, Dylan, not that we try to do sporty questions on this, but the simple answer is is no. I mean, there are limits. There are limits here. The the skill set of Ryan Tannehill. He's got abilities where occasionally he plays pretty well for a stretch, but you know that in an extremely important game, at a crucial moment, you cannot depend on that. You cannot depend. He doesn't have what it takes, and that's the problem, and so the Titans are going to have to skate by. They can win. We've seen teams win where the quarterback's not that great and get to a Super Bowl. The Rams got to the Super Bowl with Jared Goff, and he's not very good. Uh, and there, there have been other teams that have won Super Bowls. The the, the, the great example is always the, the Tampa Bay Buccaneers with Trent Dilfer back in the day. And there have been teams that can get there. But you have to be so good on special teams and defense. And that's the that's the problem. That's the rub on the Titans. Their defense is carefree and uh, no uh, no concern bothering uh, to tackle anybody. Um, so that's the problem. So the, the answer is no. <laughs> <laughs> Do you have a different answer, Ryan? Are you a big Tennessee Titan fan? Well, no,
2: well, not to be the guy that's correcting you, but uh, Trent Dilfer was on the Ravens.
1: Oh, I say the Ravens. Oh, excuse me, that's yeah. bad. No, the, the he was on the that's the Buccaneers. He he's the last quarterback to go an entire season and have less than five touchdown passes as a starter. Oh. He had in Tampa Bay. I think it was Tampa. He played the entire year and had like four touchdowns. For the Buccaneers. No. All right. Yeah, great great moments in NFL history. Uh, Charlie, and you sh- never correct me again or you're fired. Uh, understood. Okay. Uh, Charlie in Memphis. Uh, he's the CEO of Gagon Limited. <laughs> I, th- I thought they went out of business. I thought they went out of business. Anyway, he says, Ben, do you always find a way to weasel out of a bet? And he says, for your information, down south we have just mountain oysters, hognuts. Well, Charlie, I I want you to go to my Instagram page, my Facebook page. It's right there. It's right at the top of the Instagram page. I ate Rocky Mountain Oyster Jerky, and I was told by a farmer that that is actually a harder eat, that Rocky Mountain Oysters, when deep fried Have you ever had Rocky Mountain Oysters?
2: No. I have not. That's disgusting.
1: Well, don't make a bet on the radio and then have to do it. So I, I got some jerky, a listener sent in the mail, Rocky Mountain Oyster Jerky. I ate it. Uh, one piece. It was disgusting. Yeah. It was jerky, and I still could. Buy, I, I still feel the vein I bit into. Aww. It was. Uh, it was horrible. And then I and these guys busting my balls saying, "Oh no, you didn't really do it. You didn't really do it." Yeah. Shut up. Shut up, you losers. You are the stuff behind the toilet at a seedy truck stop. Is what you are. All right. Uh, this is from Mr. Luciano in L.A. He says, "Would you rather live in Vegas?" Or Reno, and why? All right, says so great show. Keep it up. Uh, thank you, Mr. Luciano. I'm a Vegas guy. I went to Reno when I was a kid, but Vegas is not now. But Vegas is where the action is. So I, I would go Vegas. Now I do know a bunch of people that live in Reno. I got old radio friends that retired to Reno, or you know that whole thing. But uh, Vegas is more my my speed. What about you, right?
2: Well, I'm a Raiders fan, so Vegas for me.
1: That's right. Right there you can be in the belly of the beast. <laughs> Literally, yes. The the Death Star. And uh, they've had no fans. The Raiders have been such an abject failure in Vegas. Nobody's gone to their games in Vegas. Stop it. The attendance is zero.
2: Hey, we beat the Chiefs. <laughs> and we're going to beat them again on Sunday. Yeah.
1: Uh, it is Sunday, by the way. This is our Sunday Oops, podcast. <laughs> That's by you. And uh, not that I want to correct you, uh, but, uh, but no, the, Ra- the Raiders uh, are doomed. Uh, that is going to be at least a 10-point win for the Chiefs. At least a 10-point win for the Chiefs. And if not, there should be an
2: investigation. Okay.
1: All right. Uh, Kevin from Garden City, Kansas, writes in. He says, "Ben, I discovered your show while lying awake this spring when we shut down schools. He says I'm glad you're putting out all the podcasts now that we're back in school." Kevin says, "And I need my sleep. Do you have any words of advice to teachers in the trenches during these strange times?" Uh, go. Well, thank you, Kevin, uh, and and you do a great great service there being a teacher. I mean. It, 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 we all remember we all have that one teacher that really moved us in a in a good direction that special I mean, a lot of teachers kind of go by the wayside but there's that one teacher that really nailed it right just got it right and was a cornerstone in your in your life the the thing i i don't know what grade you teach kevin the thing i would say to any teacher is a lot of kids I think it's just human nature you're, you're not sure yourself people are kind of like I don't know that self-confidence a lot for most people they're not they don't have a lot of self-confidence and just a few words of a teacher saying you're really good at this you got a chance to be amazing at this you know that just a little throwaway line like that for someone who's at a young age can make the difference right believing in them that's like the most important thing I know teachers are supposed to do that I don't know how many of them actually do it But that's just that little thing. I can't give you any health advice. I can't give you any tips on that kind of stuff. But I can tell you that my experience, uh, when I was in high school, I had a guy that you know said you know it was in debate class, and he thought I was really good at debate and thought I could have a future. You know, and that kind of like empowered me and you know gave me more confidence. And so it's cool. So, anything, Ryan, that you would give advice to a teacher?
2: Well, uh, fun fact: my mom was a teacher. Oh, so I got at that. I, I got respect for teachers. My mom was a special ed teacher. And no, before you ask, she did not teach David Gascon.
0: <laughs> Be sure to catch live editions of The Ben Maller Show weekdays at 2 a.m. Eastern, 11 p.m. Pacific on Fox Sports Radio and the iHeartRadio app.
1: This is it. We've got an Amex Platinum Pro on our hands, ladies and gentlemen. We haven't seen anyone relax like this before in the Centurion Lounge.
3: Just the feeling of warm sand in between your toes and a fruity drink in your hand. The ones with the little umbrella. Refresh your home to feel like an all-inclusive vacation by getting Clorox Sentiva, Also available in grapefruit and lavender scents at a nearby retail store.
1: That's, uh, that's it. So we've learned about, on the Saturday podcast, we learned about your dad. An engineer. Who's? Why didn't you have your mom do? Wait a minute. You had your dad do the math stuff. I guess because he's an engineer. But your mom's a teacher. Wouldn't shouldn't you have had your mom
2: help your homework out? My mom does everything. I felt like maybe we should just give her a break. I mean, nah. like, I mean, she's at work teaching. The last thing she wants to do is come home and start teaching. You yeah. know.
1: Well, it's like I tell my wife. You know, I do radio. I, I don't want to. I talk for a living. You think I want to come home and talk? You know.
2: Right. I'm always wondering, you know, and like if you're a porn star, you know, and you're dating someone. <laughs> do you want to have sex when you come home? I mean, you're doing it at work. Don't exactly. You get tired
1: of that? Yeah, they're, they're probably they're celibate when they're not working. Right. Not come on. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah you go. Well, you live not far away from the porn valley there, so you yes, can Yes, I do. To...
2: I've, I've actually read it to you a couple porn stars. Have you? That's yeah. That's a weird feeling, by the way. Go like, hey, man, I know who you are. You're like, oh, you know what? Never mind.
1: <laughs> you know, that that happened to me one time at, of all places, Tito's Tacos.
2: Oh.
1: The beautiful Tito's Tacos in Culver City and a uh, great taco shack. You ever come to LA, you got to go to Tito's Tacos. It's a legendary spot. Gringo Tacos, as my Mexican brothers and sisters like to tell me, but they're good. So I, I go there, and uh, this is in my bachelor days, you know, whatever back in the day. And I go over there, and I had maybe been watching a few movies you know, prior. And I get there, and it was one of these uh, these weird moments, you know, a serendipity, I believe is the term, serendipity, where I had seen this, and um, uh, w- there's a certain tattoo that this woman had, like on her neck. that um, the person in front of me in line, it was the person, the tattoo was the same, the hair was the same, the the whole thing. So I was like, wow, what are the odds? Like seriously, there's so much of that like porno stuff, but what are the odds you would see something and then within a couple of hours you would happen to be at a place that person's ordering tacos, (laughs) right? Synchronicity. Right, synchronicity. Uh, I, although I think that's more than synchronicity. I think that is serendipity because, uh, well, one of those big highfalutin yeah. terms. Mm-hmm. I don't know. They all, you know, it's just sound, you sound smart when you say stuff like that. You know, just try to work those things in. Uh, Greg writes in He says, Heinz Ketchup Twitter page posted this and blocked the replies. Ketchup and steak should always go together. Reply if you disagree. Do either of you agree, and why would you cook your steaks like shoe leather if you do? Well, uh, Greg, I like a steak well done. Oh, what's wrong I with like you? A, uh, nothing wrong with me at all. Um, you know, To each their own. Yeah. Uh, I like my steak well done, and I've always been that way. And people get very offended. I get the snobby waiter who then comes back and says, the, the, the chef believes you should have it medium rare. And uh, no, I like it well done. I want it to look like the tires of my car. Um, I don't want really I don't really do ketchup per se anymore. When I was a kid I did ketchup. Uh, I've done the A one steak sauce or, or some other style, you know, like a barbecue sauce, something like that. Um
2: You gotta yeah, a- go with the Grey Poupon, my friend.
1: Grey Poupon? Yes. That's west of the four oh five stuff. You know, uh, maybe that's the so. Yeah.
2: You, you don't wanna go to a restaurant and order like a steak well done. That's bad.
1: I do it all the time.
2: Well, um, my one of my friends owns a restaurant. One of his friends brought a date, and the lady asked for a steak well done. Well, they brought the steak out, and I kid you not, they stuck like the knife into the steak like they were stabbing someone. That's how pissed off they were. But <laughs> well, I don't understand that. Like you're, you have the food,
1: you prepare the food. You're supposed to. The customer's always right. So what's don't the problem? That. That's not true. No, the customer's not no, always no. right.
2: Most customers are idiots.
1: Wow, look at you.
2: I, I'm I'm a very angry person.
1: Yeah. So uh, do you, what do you think of the, the listeners to a radio show? The oh, your show. listeners are great. Yeah, be careful. Exactly. You I'm not an careful. idiot,
2: my friend. I know all about the malor Militia. Uh, I yeah, don't want you.
1: You don't want to get in the bad, uh, the bad side of the Maller Militia, man. No. They are lethal. No. And you, you just wait until you start seeing the tweets. Then uh, people welcome you to the militia. Here, they. Oh my God, it's going to be uh, out of control. Wh- will you get positive reviews or will you get negative reviews? Hmm, things that make you go hmm.
2: I think my reviews will be more positive than Gascon.
1: Uh, I would agree. Uh, I, I think that is a uh, a no-brainer. Uh, Gascon is public enemy number one for the Maller Militia. And uh, so, uh, yeah, I mean, it, it'll be like, you know, and they promote movies and, and all that. They'll be like, uh, what are they going to say about the debut weekend of Ryan Smith? Uh, how about the rare sequel that surpasses the original? Now, that doesn't really so
2: work. So I'm kind of uh, like The Empire Strikes Back.
1: Yeah, there you go. There you go. There you go. Or uh, your Godfather 2.
2: Okay, I'll go with that.
1: All right, Most people agree Godfather 2 was the top in the Godfather trilogy. Or what was the... Now, Rocky's harder because everyone's got their favorite Rocky.
2: Uh, Rocky 3, man. Mr. In T... Lo-
1: yeah, a lot of people say uh, Rock, uh, Rocky three.
2: Uh, One in three were good.
1: Yeah, yeah. All right, uh, moving on. <laughs> uh, I don't know what do you want me to do with that. I don't know what do you want. Me to do? I mean, you, you think the customer's not not right now? Uh, Eric in Binghamton, New York says, "Dear Ben, if you could be any superhero, who would you choose?" I would probably choose Spider-Man. Uh, he says, I work in comic books, so that is why Ooh. I ask. Uh, I know I haven't written in a while. But he says he cares for a parent 24-7. Well, Eric, listen, you got more important fish to fry there than some dumb podcast feeding content to a podcast. You're doing a good thing there, being a good uh, good sibling uh, or spawn of a uh, a parent taking care of them. That's tough, man. They get old and sick and all that. That's a pain in the ass, so... Keep that up, uh. Superhero. I've been asked this before. My answer changes pretty much uh, all the time. So, uh, like, if you were to say, like, super peer, superhero, what power would you want? Superman can fly, right? Superman can fly. So that's that's obviously uh, humongous. Um, but then it, it, really depends. Like Aquaman. Would you want to be in the water and be Aquaman? Mm-hmm. Um, Batman, you'd have the Bat Cave.
2: That's not really a power. He has money. That's his power.
1: Yeah, he's got he's got money. Uh, what does Ant Man have?
2: He can shrink and grow. Well,
1: it's a joke. And here. he can, and he also, he <laughs> also like, controls ants. There you go. Yeah, okay. you don't need to be Ant Man because you know, a lot of uh, people know how to shrink and grow. Uh, Incredible yeah. Hulk would be pretty good too. That would be like uh, superhuman strength and all that, right? And you get yeah, uh, and you turn green, you know, right? Yeah. Yeah,
2: no. I gotta go with Luke Cage. He's one of my favorites. Why don't you know who Luke Cage is?
1: Yeah, well, why, why would you? I mean, there's so many superheroes, he's strong,
2: why? he's bulletproof, and right now, being a black guy and being bulletproof, kind of important right now.
1: Oh, wow, the third rail, my man, it's the third rail right now, my man. How dare you? How dare you? Uh, I'm thinking some of the other let's see, Hawkeye, what's Hawkeye? Do you know Hawkeye's superpower?
2: He he's just uh, really good with the bow and arrow, and but, and he can fight.
1: Yeah, yeah, archery, right? Archery. Archie, who, yes. uh, win the gold medal in the Olympics. Uh, Iron Man just had the suit. We know and that. And money, yes. Had money. Um, what about what's the one that stops time? Because you can fat, you know, to to get. What's that one called? I forget the name of it. You know, the, the superhero that kind of stops, slows down time, so he goes fast.
2: You're talking about the Flash, or
1: yeah, I think the Flash. That's stop
2: time. He just runs really fast. No, no, I
1: thought I thought the thing was one of them stops time, and that's why they can kind of go. It makes them appear like they're running fast.
2: Is that the power you want?
1: Well, if you could stop time, you could do whatever you wanted.
2: I mean, growing up, I always wanted to be able be able to like read people's minds, and then when I got older, I was like, you know what, I don't want that. I I don't really give a damn what you're thinking, and more times than not, people are thinking things that I don't want to even think about. Yeah, so I gotta go with the flight. Flight's good.
1: <laughs> All right. Yeah. Uh, I guess I, for the purposes of this, I would pick the Incredible Hulk. Uh, just for for today, and that would change. And maybe I'll yeah. be Doctor Strange next time. So you you know,
2: go into like some like drunken rage. That's pretty much w- what the Hulk's power is. He gets so angry, he has no control whatsoever.
1: Yeah. Well, I'm like that sometimes. When I get angry, I don't get angry very often. When I get angry, I am a ball of fire. Okay. I am a ball of fire. All so right. I'm I'm like that. And uh, Doctor Strange, we have a guy named Doc Mike that calls my show. He's Doctor Strange.
2: Dude, I remember Doc Mike all the way back from Sporty News Radio.
1: Yeah, well, yeah, because yeah, he's uh, used to call in because it was on in Chicago. Yeah, it was based in Chicago, so he I would remember call that in.
2: guy.
1: Yeah, he's been calling me for twenty years. He's he's gone to jail and gotten out and called me. Sends me. I got a whole stack of books over here about drinking your piss oh, that Doc God. sent me, and uh, yeah, you <laughs> guys, guys, nuts. I met him a couple of times. He he came to kansas city and uh and hung out he drove all the way from chicago down to kansas city because i was making an appearance in kansas city and showed up and and then signed autographs for people <laughs> he passed out t-shirts it was crazy
2: and urine too or
1: no at that time he wasn't into the urine that okay. was before the urine well the yeah, urine
2: luck there you go
1: he's only been into the the urine therapy the last few what's, years
2: what's this yeah. urine therapy you know what forget it i don't want to know
1: you want know, I me mean, I got a book here. I can no, give I'm it good, to you. I'm good. It's uh, Healing Water from Within from Brother Sage. He says how, how the ancient 5,000 year old uh, yogic healing practice, which is drinking your, your piss. Uh, we'll, we'll, <laughs> no, seriously. No, I believe you, but I'm not no, trying I'm not. that. You're not trying this?
2: I'm not into that type of thing.
1: Oh, it says it's in the Bible, and I mean, it's unbelievable. No, the stuff. I, that's no in here.
2: Bible. No, there's no Bible verse. Thou shalt be peed on. No, it, no. And,
1: you know, think like in the King's James Bible or no. something like that. I it's, don't think uh, Moses
2: was coming down from the mountain, going, "Hey, <laughs> I got this eleventh one right here."
1: <laughs> well, you know, when you're walking through the desert and you need something to drink, uh, you know, uh, why not? It's just, it's, it's amazing though the book, like I, all the things it cures, and like how to drink it, and all this, like for what, you know, what? I mean, I mean how to drink it? You swallow. Well, I, no, but like there's certain amounts for certain illnesses, and like you can mix it with other stuff. And, uh, what whiskey or, uh, no, it says, uh, here's one chapter five how what you eat affects the color, smell, and taste of urine. Yes, that's true. That? Yes. See, that's not, there's no lies detected here. This is all yeah, solid but advice. I'm not drinking it. Let's see it. And I only got to chapter three, I didn't even get to chapter no. five. Shocker. Ch-
2: uh.
1: I stopped reading. Um, uh, Let's see, Chapter 3, Mental uh, Psychology of a Pea Drinker. That's Chapter okay. 4. Uh, chapter 5, I said. Chapter 6, Testimonials from Clients on uh, Urine Therapy Protocols. Um, there's the Evolution, uh, Chapter 1, Evolution of the Shivamboo and and Oren. They don't call it piss. They call it Oren Therapy. Okay. Uh, what is the secret sauce? That gets results. Let's check that one out. Chapter yeah, two. Yeah, I can only imagine. You don't want to hear about that? The secret. Yeah. Uh... Well, Doc docs said this, by the way. Let's see here. Let me thumb the pages of this uh, this novel here. Let's see here. Chapter two. Uh, all right. Uh, he says urine is 95 99% water that includes thousands of enzymes, compounds, and hormones, and then it lists all this bull crap that they say is in there. And uh, truth is stranger than fiction. Wow, that really makes me thirsty. Well, you've got an endless surprise. You never need to buy another bottle of water or beer or wine or anything like that. There you go. Uh, the funny thing is there's an eye cleanse if you have problems. Oh, with your Oh, stop it. <laughs> I'm not kidding. I'm not kidding. God, All right. Uh, is R can- Kelly? Yeah, exactly. Be sure
0: to catch live editions of the Ben Maller Show weekdays at 2 a.m. Eastern, 11 p.m. Pacific
1: on Fox Sports Radio and the iHeartRadio app. This is it. We've got an Amex Platinum Pro on our hands, ladies and gentlemen. We haven't seen anyone relax like this
0: before in the Centurion Lounge. Is he connecting to complimentary Wi-Fi? Oh, my. Look at that. He is. And you will not believe where he's going next
3: Just the feeling of warm sand in between your toes and a fruity drink in your hand. The ones with the little umbrella. Refresh your home to feel like an all-inclusive vacation by getting Clorox Sentiva, Also available in grapefruit and lavender scents at a nearby retail store.
1: All right, Kentucky J and Kentucky Tay, uh, right, and J and Tay, uh, or is that K? I think it's. Uh, tay, yeah, it's Tay. All right, so uh, from Scottsville, Kentucky. He says, first of all, did you guys get the package, uh, the uh, the hat? the bur- uh, Now, Kentucky, Jay, and also David in South Carolina, um, by the time you are hearing this podcast, I will have gotten the, uh, the mail that you sent. We do thank you. Uh, the mail system, we actually use the Pony Express at Fox Sports Radio. We use the Pony Express. And uh, it takes a little time. But I will pick it up. I do thank you very much. Uh, I appreciate it. Very kind uh, for everyone. Uh, Kentucky J and Tay say, secondly, what would be the chances that you could get either one of your cronies, Eddie, Roberto, or Coop Daloup, to guest appear on the fifth hour for some intriguing dialogue outside of their standard comfort zone? Uh, I mean, they would likely do it. Um I don't know. Would that be good? Would that be a good podcast though? I mean uh I mean we have them on. We talk about a lot of the things that, you know, we do ask Ben. Uh I don't know. I mean, I guess down the line eventually we'll we'll have them on if they'd be willing to come on. We, they don't get paid for it. They probably want to get paid. We don't pay. We don't have a budget. So that would be a problem. But I am mean, I'll consider it. I'll consider it. So um Let's see here. Uh, David in uh, South Carolina writes in again. He says, hey, uh, why not have uh, Leo Terrell on again discussing the uh, the uh, election uh, situation with the, the votes and all that stuff? Uh, well, I, I love Leo. Leo's a good radio guest. Leo Terrell, who we've had on several times here on the podcast. And we'll have Leo on again. Uh, at some point because he's good radio, and he's a, a radio friend. So uh, Leo Terrell, who does a show in L.A. at KABC. Uh, but there's no plan to have him on. you got to understand, David, we, we go fast and loose. We go fast and loose with the the guests. It's typically a last-minute situation, typically a last-minute situation. And uh, it's like, hey, who can we get on this week? And then we're in a scramble mode. There, and this is really the technique of Gagon, who's uh, in here. He, he uh, There's no preparation. Um, he's not meticulous. There's no, hey, let's get this guy on You know, two weeks from now or three weeks from now. Let's book this guy. No, it's uh, it's Wednesday at 8 o'clock at night. Hey, we should probably get somebody on the podcast. Who can we get? Uh, that's typically how that goes. I'm letting people know here, Ryan, how we make the hot dogs. You're never supposed to know how they make the hot dogs.
2: Uh, with Gascon, I'm not surprised. That's That's... How I envision him.
1: Yeah, exactly. Uh, lazy. No ambition. No perseverance. Yeah. He wants everything handed to him. Uh, Kevin in Rockford, Illinois, writes in. He's a loyal minion to the Fifth Hour podcast and the Ben Maller Show. Thank you, Kevin. Appreciate that. He says, I'm giving you each three guesses to see if you know the up-and-coming star NBA player from Rockford, Illinois. Now, before you use Google, Ben... You talked about him a few weeks ago on your show. Other than the the band Cheap Trick, he's the most famous person ever to come out of Rockford, Illinois. All right. Uh, I do not know. I do not know who this is. Do you know anyone from Rockford, Illinois, that has become an up-and-coming star basketball player?
2: No idea here.
1: You do not? All right. Uh, Now, Rockford, Illinois, is the largest city outside of the Chicago metropolitan area. Did you know that?
2: I did not. Learn something new every day.
1: That is a fun fact about beautiful Rockford, Illinois. Salt of the earth. Salt of the earth uh, people there. So I'm trying to find out, uh, and I am going to just Google it. Um, So, uh, let's see here. Rockford, Illinois. Uh, Let's see here. Eeny, meeny, miny, Mo. Notable people from Rockford, Illinois. Let's see here. Page down, page down. Oh, all right. Here we go. Now I got it. Fred Van Vliet. Okay. Yeah. Sixth man of the year with the Raptors. He's a free agent. He's going to get a big contract. I did. Now that you bring that up, Kevin, and we, we I did a rant about Fred Van Vliet because he was like the most honest guy in the world. Van Vliet, uh, he was asked about free agency and where he wanted to go and all that stuff, and he said, "His answer, his answer was, uh, he's already won a championship, so he's it's all about the money." Because I thought that was great, and and, uh, and I looked it up here, Kevin. Uh, there's another guy that's given Fred Van Vliet a run for his money. James Robinson. James Robinson, the rookie running back for Jacksonville. And this guy's been great as a rookie, undrafted rookie, and he's actually already set records for an undrafted running back in the NFL. He plays in Jacksonville, so that's not uh, that's not all that all that good. Any other fun facts about Rockford, Illinois that you want to want to share? Or no.
2: You seem yeah. to know more than I do. Which is nothing. Uh, uh,
1: I like learning random fun facts. Like Youngstown, Ohio is halfway between Chicago and New York. It's the waypoint, halfway point. I thought that was interesting. Like, how cool would it be if you lived in Youngstown, Ohio and you just, like, one weekend I'll go to New York, you'll come home, and then the next weekend I go to Chicago, you're halfway between
2: each? Uh, Sure, that sounds great.
1: (laughs) (laughs) It's like living, where would the equivalent be in California? Like, what is halfway in the middle of California? Like The central California area. Like, what city would be halfway?
2: Oh, Fresno? I don't know. I'm just guessing.
1: Yeah, I I don't know the answer to that. Um, Let's see. Because you got San Francisco. It's not Bakersfield because Bakersfield's closer to L.A. Maybe around the, you know, I think I do know this, where the Hearst Castle is. Right? You, you've been, you've been, you live in San Jose. You grew up there. You, you've been to the Hearst Castle, right?
2: I have not. I don't even know what the hell that is.
1: What the fuck is wrong with you?
2: Lots of things. Would you care for a list in alphabetical order?
1: Oh, my God. Ay, ay, ay. Uh, but no, they, they, it's right on the... Beautiful. Like, the whole... Uh, William uh, Hurst owned the entire coastline of California. That's why in central California there's no big cities because he owned it all and he gave it to the state of California, so it's all just empty land for the most part. Uh, let's see. All right, so the according to the Internet, the halfway point from San Francisco to Los Angeles is Hanford, California. Oh. I've never... I don't recall, I've probably been, I've been all over the state of California. I've never been, I don't remember being in Hanford, California.
2: I probably have uh, gone past it.
1: I don't, I don't think that's, because it looks, I'm looking at the map here. It looks like it's closer to San Jose. Huh. It's in the San Joaquin Valley, Kings County. I don't, I think this is, I think I'm getting bull crap here. I think this is not right. I think I'm getting false information. I'll have to double check that, but that's what the internet says. That, that I did a quick search, and that's what it said. So, it's fascinating. Yeah. Uh, all right. Uh, let's see. What? Who is next here? Thank you, Kevin, in uh, Rockford, Illinois. That means a lot. That means a lot. Uh, Aaron in Winterset, Iowa, writes, and he says, "Ben, whatever happened to Radio Rich in West Virginia? Uh, he just stopped calling Radio Rich. Yeah, yeah. He he told some wild stories." And he's, he's welcome to call again. I, it's not like he's banned from the show. I think he got upset because we kept cutting him off and we kept goofing on him. But as far as I know, he's still around, still calls radio shows. And uh, Radio Rich is one of these guys that calls up, that's like a professional caller, and thinks he's God's gift to calling talk radio. And uh, he's bragged about, I call Rush Limbaugh and all these other people, and he brags about that. And I'm like, okay, congratulations. And he also told the story about being with prostitutes, which was uh, which is a pretty good story time from Radio Rich.
2: Well, you know what they say: we all pay for it one way or another.
1: Yeah, I, I don't agree. I mean, I, I don't disagree. Rather, I mean, yeah, there's, there's uh, it's usually it's it's usually uh, goods and services, right? Usually, it's goods and services. It's not a straight trash, uh, uh, straight cash. Trash. Sometimes it can be trash. Yeah, cash transaction. Yes, yes. All right. Uh, there's there's nothing. Uh, there's no such thing as a free lunch. That's so why I was I was raised that way, right? There's no you're around my age, right? You you yeah. gotta earn what you get, right? Especially That's all the box lunch,
2: yes. But go on,
1: <laughs> you gotta earn what you get. That's the, the key to life. Uh, and then also, Aaron in, in Winter Set Iowa says, uh, also, do the power couple from Florida ever call on the show other than to play factor fishing? No, uh, no, that is their bit. That is their bit. Now, Jack. As I remember, and I might be wrong on this, but I remember Jack the Judge calling me prior to becoming the staple of Factor Fiction. But they typically only call um, on uh, on Thursday morning. That's their their day to call the show. And uh, Aaron says he loves seeing me in the Hawkeye hat. Well, th- well, thanks. Uh, you can thank Chris in Des Moines who sent the Hawkeye hat. It's a good hat. That's a solid hat, the Iowa Hawkeye hat. And I am open to any and all. I, I'm going to get a Kentucky Wildcats hat. I'm going to put that in my rotation. And uh, any college hat, whatever, I'm good with it. Yeah, I got a big hat. I got a size 8. What size hat do you wear there, Ryan? What size hat do you have? Uh,
2: I got a big head, so I probably the, we're probably around the same size.
1: You don't wear fitted hats? No. You've never in your life had I'm a sure. I have
2: at one point or another, but I don't like. Nah.
1: All right, uh, Al. <laughs> all I have, especially since my hair started going away, it's uh, fitted hat after fitted hat. Uh, Alfie the alien opiner, also known as Pierre in Springfield, says: First off, after some deep reflection and a huge slice of humble pie, this week after orally dropping a deuce on the live air, I have decided to apologize to Mr. Gascon. What? Pierre, there's no need to apologize. He then goes on this bullcrap about how he's appreciative of him and all this stuff. There's Why? No, 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 yeah. He's just sucking up because I guess he, he's worried Gascon's going to ban him and cancel him and all that stuff. There's no need to apologize Gascon, to him.
2: He can't ban anybody. He has and, no power.
1: And let me tell you something. I'm not going to even read the rest of this email because it's blasphemy. And, and Alf, the alien opiner, and Pierre, I mean, what are you doing? I mean, you're in Springfield, Mass. That is my grandfather. May he rest in peace. Lived in Springfield, Mass. There's Maller Roots in Springfield, Mass. Well, he actually had a different last name than that, but still. Uh, they're, they're, what are you doing? All right, Vols fan Jimmy writes in from Fayetteville, Tennessee. He says, Ben, have you told on the lame joke of the year? Do you know how to keep on from choking? I'll ask you this, Ryan. You know Gagon. Do you know how to keep Gagon from choking?
2: Smack him across the back of his neck.
1: Uh, no, you just take two steps back.
2: Okay. That's good too. <laughs> That's good.
1: Uh, we're we're gonna teach Gascon how to set turn off automatic updates on his computer. We're gonna take a teach a, a class on that. You know, simple Simple things, basic things like that. Uh, All right. One more, then we'll get the hell out of here. Yes. All right. Carlos in Houston writes in. He says, You told us what is your favorite drop on the show. What is your least favorite, Uh, he says, Uh, Well, Carlos, that one is easy, and as you know, many of my engineers, I got Roberto now, but I had Danny G, and I've had a bunch of other guys that have had that chair over the years at Fox Sports Radio. They love to put together gotcha audio, which is often edited audio. They'll take, I'll say crazy. I admit I say some silly things and some goofy things, whatever. It's a four-hour show, five days a week. You're going to say stupid, stupid stuff but they'll edit together stuff that I say to make it sound really bad. And that that, that bothers me. But the one that's been the most troublesome, I don't want to say it's my least favorite, but it's the one that gets me in the most trouble, which I think has been embargoed uh, for 2020, is Ed from Spokane called up, and it was a conversation about Phil Necro and Joe Necro. And, uh, and, and I made a comment about... You know, they are the the brothers, and they have the, the name Phil Necro and Joe Necro. And so I, I said something related to that, and it got taken as a drop. And hand to God here, Ryan, from that date forward, everyone every time after that Roberto would play that drop, I would get an angry email or a Twitter message or a Facebook message or you know, all of the above, you are such a racist! I can't believe you said that. Because people don't listen, and they they hear it. They think they're. It's like a, a a ear hack where they think they're they're hearing something that they're not hearing. You know what I you know what I mean? So like, so it made it seem like I was saying something that I was not saying. Do you understand where I'm going? Yes, with Yes, I know story?
2: exactly what you're saying. People love to be offended sometimes.
1: Yeah, and. And the the other thing is that you know people only remember in audio content, which is what we're the business we deal in. People usually only remember around twenty percent of the things that they listen to. So that means it's like seventeen to twenty five percent, according to a study. So everyone's pretty much bad at hearing, hard of hearing, whatever, hearing impaired, however you want to say it. Um, so think about when I, I do a four-hour show, or like this podcast is an hour, usually. It's around an hour. This might be a little shorter today. But it's around an hour. Let's say it's an hour. We'll round it off to an hour. That means 40 minutes of the content you're not paying any attention to. You will not remember. There's only 20 minutes of it. And even, maybe that even is high. So there you go. Welcome to our world. Outstanding. Now, now you are an enlightened young grasshopper.
2: I wish I was young.
1: Oh, stop! You're not old. You're not old. What are you doing? You know that great quote I used on the radio the other day, which is, which is appropriate uh, about you know aging and and all that stuff. It's it's I would say it's my favorite quote about getting old from Eleanor Roosevelt, who said, "Today is the oldest you've been ever, and the youngest you'll ever be again." But that, is that not deep?
2: No? I just lost a few IQ points. Wow. Yes. No,
1: but think about it. Like, you're complaining you're old now, but tomorrow you're going to be a day older. So I, stop your complaining. I just and say a that. week from now, you're going to be a week older.
2: Yeah, just, and eventually, <laughs> you, you, you do this long enough,
1: you're going to be an octogenarian or whatever it is. You're going to be in your 80s, and then you'll be a centarian. You'll be 100.
2: I just tell myself this. Black don't crack. Simple to the point.
1: All right. Well, uh, thank you. Uh, Appreciate it. Good job by you there. Uh, Tremendous debut weekend. Uh, On the Mallard scale of goodness, 1 to 10, I'm going to give this a solid 9. Wow. I would have gone 10, but you live west of the 405. Mm. So I cannot go higher than a 9 because you live west of the 405.
2: You might want to make it an 8 since I hate Massachusetts.
1: Oh, that's a good point. All right. Uh, Now you're down to an (laughs) 8. So you want to keep talking? We can go lower. No, I'm good. We'll do the limbo. You want to do the limbo? No, I'm good. Let's do the limbo. All right. Well, thank you, uh, Ryan. Again, to give your Twitter account. People want to reach you. How can they find you? On Twitter, Ryan McBain. On Twitch, Ryan McBain. Very simple. The man's a wrestler. The man's a wrestler. He's uh, lived an interesting life. And he has to suck up the Colin Cowherd because he's one of his producers. All right. Have a great Sunday. We'll be back on the radio tonight, tonight, tonight. Another week of radio shows on the Ben Maller Show. We'll catch you then.
3: Lazarus Naturals, committed to improving your life as well as the world around you. Not available in Idaho, Iowa, or South Dakota.
0: Getting ready to take on spring? Make your first move with the reliable performance and power of steel battery tools. From hedge trimmers and mowers to string trimmers and more, right now you can save $50 on select battery tool sets. Real Steel.